Hey, my besties, take some time out to sit back, relax, and chat with us. Ranging from all kinds of topics, such as relationships, friendships, social media, self-care, spirituality, attaining your dreams, and just navigating life with the support of your besties. We started this podcast to make healthy girl talk more common and a form of therapy for young women and even men who may need the company. See if you can relate to our podcast and laugh with us, because what's life without laughing? You can even be featured on the podcast by sending us an email. We want to be your new besties. Come and chat with us. If you'd like to leave us reviews, tips, or contact us for anything, email us at bestietalkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at bestietalk underscore. New episodes every other Friday. We can't wait to hear from you. Sincerely, your new besties, Maya, Leah, and Cece. Hello, welcome to our new podcast, Sisters Time 3. I am your co-host, Maya, the one and only. And I have with us Leah and Sierra. So, Leah. Hi, I'm Leah. Baby. Y'all being so bougie. <laughs> Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm Cece. My real name's Sierra, but y'all can call me Cece, okay? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Maya, Leah, and Cece, sisters times three. We've been friends for like two and a half years overall. Yeah. So... We're sister friends at this point. Okay, so it's been like a long time. Yeah. All right. Okay. We so, we're gonna pull, <laughs> so we're going to pull a random card. It's called Healing? Yes. The and Healing Edition. Okay. The and Edition. So I'm going to stop. Stop. And this question says, what do you think there is for others to learn from our relationship? <laughs> wow, this is going to be mm. <laughs> the first podcast. The first one. I know. All right. Okay. Okay. What others could learn and should learn from our relationship is consistency and loyalty. Because we're literally across the world. I'm in Germany right now, y'all. Maya is in Sacramento, California, like near yeah. Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Lee is in San Antonio, Texas. We mm-hmm. all started being friends in Del Rio, Texas. Yes. I don't know if it's too much info or not, but <laughs> <laughs> but we started down in Texas and now we're like all separated across the world and we are still holding down. And yeah. that's really consistent. Like this is, I feel like that's rare. Um, I'll say from my perspective on this question, um, I feel like our really our friendship has been tested before, especially me and Liz. And like you said, like she said, like the consistency and the loyalty is always there. One thing that I can say is that our friend group, we hold each other down regardless of anything. It can be literally anything. Mm-hmm. All right, we got an answer now. Yeah, I think the same thing. Definitely loyalty. I feel like loyalty is very, very, very rare nowadays. So mm-hmm. that's one thing, like, even when we go periods without talking or we haven't seen each other or haven't hang out, we still check up on each other, um, make sure that we're all good. That's what I really like about our friend group is loyalty. 
and the support. No matter what we got going on, we're always here to support each other. And we're like a shoulder we can always cry on without judgment. That's what I like about our friendships. Right. So. Right. No judgment zone mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. We was raised right. Look at us. Right? That's probably why our friend group still lasts. I don't know if it's because of how people are raised or not, but definitely our loyalty and our support towards each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because one thing I can say is like, I know we are part of this generation, but for me, this new generation, when it comes to friendships, is like so different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so weird because they don't, they see friends as being a part of their aesthetic. So say, for instance, if right. you're Instagram pleasing or Instagram worthy and you look good or you look like basically everybody else there, I want you a part of my friend group because you're, you're pretty or whatever. Mm-hmm. And to me, I feel like that's not friendship because the looks and stuff like that will wear off. And if y'all going based off what a person have and what a person looks like, that's not friendship. That's not true loyalty at all. Because at the end of the day, it comes down to what really matters. And that's if y'all gonna stick beside me to the end. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what that's what it's really about. So I want to ask y'all, like, what is it? Can you pinpoint why you feel lonely right now? Who wants to go first? Um, I would say for me, I guess I feel lonely because it's like a new era for me. Really, it's a new era for all of us. Like, mm-hmm. I just got out of you know the military see you you in a whole nother country Maya mm-hmm. you in a whole nother state <laughs> like we all go through something new so I feel like it's different for me like I lived in one city for like what four years basically and now I'm going to I moved to another city by myself so it's like that's why I feel lonely like I'm in a period where I'm trying to meet new people um get genuine friendships and I feel like at our age right now, it's kind of hard to make, like, good friends because yeah. everybody already has their own friend groups, especially if you move to another city. Like, people mm-hmm. already know who they're hanging out with. So, and I, I moved to a city where I don't really have any family right now, even though my family in the same state. Texas is big, and I'm not about to drive. <laughs> I'm not about to drive. <laughs> These hours, every single time, I feel lonely. So, I feel like that's why I'm going through what I'm going through right now. I was just being by myself. Yeah. yeah, Maya. Um, for me, like we said, just moved to California, and being here, mind you, I'm in the military as well. So, and where the position that I'm in right now, I'm not located on a military base. So it's like I'm a civilian. So it's kind of weird right now because I don't have that much access to multiple people as I would if I was on a military installation. So like Leah said, just going out there and finding those friends or meeting genuine friendships. Because how I see it in my mindset kind of right now, I don't know if this, this is a coping mechanism or what, but in my head, I'm like, I don't need no friends. The whole time on the outside is like, girl, you in here lonely, sad, eating ice cream with your puppy. He don't even like you for real. <laughs> he don't even like you for real. <laughs> He's He's still trying to figure you out. Exactly. He's looking at me weird. I'm looking at him crying. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's like, you know, but in my head, I'm like, okay, God, like, you know, praying to God and everything like that. And one thing that I can say, um, after my my deployment, 
um, I feel like I went through this time of loneliness and I feel like this is my second time going through it. And from my first time of going through it, how I like to consider it is isolation. And I think this is God really telling me right now to settle down. Um, basically, I'm trying to do too much and just focus back on him rather than trying to figure it all out on my own. So that's how I feel right now. And just time to welcome his presence in and basically get back on track with him because yeah. I felt I'm falling off, but I'm still learning as the days go by. So, yeah. I never thought about that perspective, Maya, like the fact that you're not on a base, so you don't really have access to people. I That totally didn't cross my mind like that. No. It is very similar for me. Like, obviously, I'm on a base. I'm deployed. But like I was telling y'all before, like this deployment is so different because it's not a normal, like we all in the trenches type of deployment. It's not mm-hmm. like we're all walking. We're in the desert. Like my last one. Like here, I have a whole rental car. I got a whole little mini apartment hotel thing going on. <laughs> and the base here, everyone's already stationed here. So they're already in their lives. They got families and spouses and children and stuff and their own friend groups because they're they've been stationed here for years already. So it is interesting. And I I definitely think that this isolation period is for me to get closer to God. Mm -hmm. So I'm recognizing that and I'm going to act accordingly and like really get into the word. But I noticed, I don't know how y'all kind of notice when like isolation is like affecting you. Yeah. But this has happened to me before in two other periods of my life. But right now, I feel like it's affecting me like a little negatively. Like I'm getting anxiety now because when I go, I always know this is happening when I start to get anxiety around like big crowds. Mm-hmm. So like if I go into the BX, the BX here is like a mall. Like it's huge, like two story. And when I go into the BX, sometimes it's like, yeah, it's like super crowded sometimes. And I have to like work myself up in the car. I'm like, see, I just go. I'm like, no, mm, just go back home. And I'm like, no, you need the conditioner, bro. <laughs> so I have to like work myself up to go do it. And that's how I know like I'm starting to get anxiety when I'm like in a not full on depressive mode, but I'm just a little too isolated. And I went through that before in Del Rio one time. I think it was maybe when like when I first met you, Leah. And we were, like, just building our friendship, but we weren't extremely close yet. Mm-hmm. And then, because it was, I met you, like, one month after going through a breakup <laughs> with someone I was with for, like, years. And that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Like, I yeah. knew I just had a breakup, but I didn't know it was that soon. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. And then, um, prior to that, the first time I went through it was when I was living in Kentucky, and I didn't know, like, what route I was about to take in life. So I was like, uh, college, Air Force, college, Air Force. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so how's it affecting y'all if you feel like it is I feel like going through it it's only making us stronger though you know I feel like yes we will have bad days that comes with it um, and we'll also have good days like I don't know one thing I can say is for me personally trying to maintain a positive mindset because being isolated like you said it can be trying on your mental health like for real for real mm-hmm. especially if we allow it but that's one thing I'm trying not to do. And it's so weird because um, 
being here in the city, not knowing where everything is, not knowing where to go, where to hang out, where to get people, and just staying in the house, it's become, it becomes it's sad. Sad. Mm-hmm. But, you know. What was the question? I'll be laughing at the most inappropriate times. You really do, see. And then I look at it and I start laughing. <laughs> but, so sad. I start laughing. <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> but for me, um, I've always had anxiety. I don't know if y'all know. I think y'all know. Like I've had anxiety my whole life. Like I hate being by myself in large crowds or if I'm around people I don't know. I don't That's why you go to Walmart at night. Yes, that's <laughs> I know you. Because me and you, we, we used to agree. We used to be like, okay, we go to Walmart at night. We don't want to see <laughs> nobody. <laughs> we were grocery shopping together. Made Walmart twenty four hours again because I can't do this eleven p.m. no more. <laughs> right. <laughs> but for me, um, I feel like this loneliness is trying to help me. Like y'all said, God as well. He's trying to help me battle my anxiety because I've noticed. I be in the house so much now, especially since I'm not working. Like, if it's not me going to class, I'm always in the house. So I'm like, dang, like, I really want to go somewhere, even if it's just to Target. Like, I need to get out the house and go do something. So beforehand, I would have bad anxiety to even go in Walmart and just shop. So now since I'm more excited, like, okay, I need to get out the house. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get my nails done, my feet done, go to Target. And I don't really have anxiety. I'm out the house and I'm happy. So I've yeah. noticed it's been actually helping my anxiety. But when it comes to talking to other people, that's where I'm struggling at. I'm like, I really, I'm in school for business. So I need to learn how to navigate people, talk to them, especially like if I want to be a manager. So I've noticed um, in class, like this girl, she just randomly started talking to me, not meaning we're going to be friends or anything, but she was talking to me. And I was like, um, I really don't know what to say because I usually only either talk to my friends or myself. I don't know you. So. <laughs> my <laughs> I don't friends know or what myself. to say back. Yeah, so like, I get nervous. And then this yeah. dude, he asked me on a date and we supposed to go Thursday. But wait, oh, but wait. Okay, okay, okay. But wait. Okay. I'm nervous. I feel like I'm going to be shaking at the table. Like, I don't talk to nobody. So, <laughs> drinking her water. I don't talk to nobody. So, I'm supposed to talk to you. So, it's like, Aww. that's where I'm having trouble at. And it's like, I can only really talk to like certain people or God easily, but it's just hard for me to talk to other people. And I'm trying to navigate around that. That's what I'm having a hard time dealing with. Okay. I wish I could tell you, like, because what I want to say is just be yourself, like just be your natural self. But saying that is very cliche and is like easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But I know in business, I I network for business. That's like the second half of my business is having to network so I can grow my business and have more business partners. And in that, I do have to, not so much here, but back home, I talk to people just out in public. And there's a lot of anxiety that comes with that. But for me, like my mentors are always like, just start off with a smile. Just smile. Mm-hmm. Okay. For like a few weeks, just smile at people. And then next, just compliment people, which I compliment people anyway. I've always did that like all my life. So I just compliment people. And then if I feel like, you know, the energy is cool, I'll continue the conversation somehow. Like, oh, I like your shoes. I'm like, thank you. And if they say thank you and they have a smile on their face, I'll be like, so where did you get them from? <laughs> you know, like just to keep it going. And if it if the conversation doesn't go anywhere else from there, that's fine. <laughs> but one time I did that and I think Lidl in the grocery store. 
And um, me and this girl ended up swapping numbers. Pretty black girl. Her name was Natalie. She's a teacher. And from there, we went to um, like brunch one Sunday. And we keep up on Facebook or whatever. But I just thought, I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like I messed one in a grocery store. And we actually like went on a brunch day or whatever. And you just and you still talk to her? Over Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hard part for me. Like, I feel like it's so hard to meet friends because I can't just walk up to nobody. Like, um, I was talking to my therapist and she was like, oh, you should try to join like um, religious groups. Like, you know how church have Bible study and all that? Mm. And you should try to join that or just go to a bar by yourself. That's like usually where you meet people. But it's like, I just feel like when I'm in a room by myself with other people, I feel like everybody's staring at me. So I really need to get out of that because I do not want to be in the house alone for like the rest of my time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. But at least like meeting other strong black women like yeah, and like networking because this period of our life is really where mm-hmm. we determine like our network that near. So I do need to start meeting other people. So yeah, I feel you. As far as, like, the whole going out by yourself and just doing, like, that your um, therapist recommended, I feel like starting off, that's hard. Like you said, people be looking at you and everything like that, and you're not trying to be, like, self-conscious and nothing like that because, you know, you know you're beautiful and stuff. But it's just, like, why are you looking at me, though? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm here just trying to grab a meal. I'm already nervous now. You just have your eyes on me. You know what? Don't you worry about the waiter. Let me go on here and check out. I ain't even ordering. The no waiter is just asking you, do you want something to drink? That's why. <laughs> <laughs> like, but no, y'all, I, I have one out by myself. Like, yeah, it's calming. Yeah. So, uh, in Del Rio, I used to go to the movies a lot by myself. And then. I went out to two different restaurants in Charleston by myself and to like hype myself up to feel confident I like got I got cute like did my hair did my makeup so that I felt more like sturdy about myself I guess Mm -hmm. but I have did it and I start off confident and then like midway through my meal I'm like (laughs) you get like a little bit anxiety (laughs) but I did it twice it's not something I do it just so I can get over the fear of myself yeah I feel like that's something like, like you said, have to mentally prepare yourself for and prep yourself for it. But I feel like once you do it and you come out knowing that you did it, even though you was nervous in the beginning, you know, like, bro, who, like, what? Like, Like, exactly. Just because I went and probably ordered a croissant for real, for real. It's (laughs) it's something, you know? But it's just like, I feel like, don't go out like so quick, like, take baby steps. Say, for instance, if you still going to the, um, what is it, Walmart at night, try to go, like, a little bit earlier. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if you're a little bit more people, but that's better than you just jumping out there and being like, okay, let me go to the restaurant by myself. And another thing you can do, too, um, is, like, probably, because what I would do, I will put my AirPods in, bring an iPad, and, like, I ain't doing nothing on the iPad, but there's just a form of comfort so Protection. I'm not you know what I'm saying so I'm not mm-hmm. really paying attention to my surroundings for real for real so yeah. I know but like going to a restaurant by yourself it can be common because you just there along with your thoughts and 
basically the food in front of you and stuff. <laughs> no cow. And he was like, you know what I'm saying? Who was the that said no cow? 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 If you saw everything, but I know you gonna, I know you gonna get there. Like you gonna get there. You gonna call me and be like, "So, girl, the date went good." He said he wanna buy me some new shoes, Louis Vuitton. To oh, girl, yeah. excited! <laughs> now he taking me to set. I don't it. know if I'm gonna go yet. Um, I'll let y'all know if I do go. <laughs> That means she ain't going. <laughs> Baby, maybe I'm kind of busy this week. I really don't want to drive an hour just to go to brunch. So yeah. I was maybe thinking I can probably go on a date with him when I drive through to go to San Antonio instead. Oh, that'd be yeah, more convenient. That seems like it's more convenient for you. I would do that. Don't even mm-hmm. go out your way. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I'm tired of going on my way. I'm not going out of yeah. my way. Nobody know because we're not doing that. Fear you. No. Because has I'll he go, made it? I'm going out my way for my husband. Nobody else right? Right. Baby. Right. What Taraji yeah. said? She said, if a ring got on this finger, that does not that means that I am not cuffed. Some she said along those lines. Y'all got yes. something to do, y'all know. But, I am single. Period. And people but, might hate me, but I'm done cooking too. I'm not cooking. I'm not cleaning after you. Baby, of, I, I, I will never move in with someone pre-marriage again <laughs> bro i was so stupid i had a good time no you wasn't lie. stupid it i was say no you wasn't stupid yeah don't call yourself stupid okay. i was say that was a, was so a lesson cute. learned it was a learning experience now it you was know. a lesson learned mm-hmm. like i feel like everything we've been through like Dario. Mm-hmm. one thing that i can say about Dario, it has made it has made us into the women that we are today because without some of the experiences that we experience in that mm-hmm. Rio I think I would still be the coolest Maya that y'all met still you know not saying that I was saved but if you read between the lines you know <laughs> you know feel saved and everything like that but um I regret nothing you know yeah it, yeah. it was an experience man but yeah I don't know like would I do it again? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Absolutely not. But I am Man. grateful, I guess, you know. God showed me some things. Yeah, he showed me some things. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, not a more. wake up call. A wake up call for all of us. Absolutely. Because now we know more so like what we want and what we don't want because like I said y'all ain't cooking for nobody no more I ain't doing housewife duties or nothing like that no more especially if a man isn't showing you because one thing that I can say is that a man if they like you and if they are really feeling you they will go to bat for you like literally buy any and everything that you want and then some and provide you with Solid love. I think that was a question I was going to ask y'all earlier. Mm-hmm. We kind of like veering off it. I don't care. Um, have y'all? Because I feel like I'm in this time in my life where good men comes my way, but I be like, 
yeah, I don't want to be with you. Okay, <laughs> bye. Like, I don't, I don't want to. Huh? I feel like I've been going through that my whole life. And sometimes I catch myself looking back. I should have kept you. Somebody that seemed like they were the man, but if they're not for you, not for you, you shouldn't be bored with your person. Some of them are boring. I'm not gonna lie. Some of them is boring. So like, you shouldn't be suffering through. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have to suffer through. Lord have mercy. Are y'all boring? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. Go ahead. So I have a different perspective. <laughs> I feel like. Please give it to me. This is gonna get my. It might get a little deep, but for me. I feel like I've been choosing good men and then realizing, oh, they have a different face. And I love that. Like, like I've been choosing nice guys. Like, if we talk about both my exes, they were nice people, like, likable. Like, their coworkers. Oh, different face. Okay. Love them. Their friends love them. I easily loved them. And then something happens where they show their ass. I guess we're going to cuss on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And they show their maybe dark side that they've been hiding or maybe the side that they're ashamed of. And that has caused me to, like, not trust myself with, like, who I choose. Because I'm like, dang, I've been choosing nice guys and then something crazy happens and like they're not who I thought that they were so it makes me like not trust what I'm choosing but what I learned from that is you can choose a nice guy all day but y'all need to have the same values Mm -hmm. because it don't matter how nice he is if y'all don't have the same values and the same beliefs it's not gonna go anywhere and y'all aren't compatible so it is weird but I did go through this um experience recently and I totally if I didn't update you Maya Cause it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was worth like updating everyone on, <laughs> but it was I'm a really it. nice guy who um, pursued me and pursued me like aggressively. And he just was moving so quick. Y'all, I had just got out here in what, at the end of March. I mean, like two and a half, three weeks in, he didn't found me at work. And um, not pulling up to the workplace. Because he worked in the same building. Mm -hmm. And we're going to use different names. Even though if you ever listened, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) Shout out to him. him (laughs) Shout out to Tom. Tom. So we're going to call him Tom. Tom. Yeah. So I met Tom at work. And the work building I'm in is like, has like a couple hundred people in it. There's, There's different career fields in that one building. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would like stop in and pop into my office. I worked by myself all day, and we would have like cool conversations. One day on a Saturday, he asked me to go out to eat. I'm not gonna tell the whole story, but it's like a brief. He asked me to go out to eat on Monday, and so I was like, "Yeah, of course," because we had talked about like what our favorite fruit was. So he asked me out to a restaurant, and I'm thinking like, since we've been having these cool conversations, I'm thinking we're good we're cool friends we're getting to know each other not even friends yet because i probably he had popped into my office like maybe three times so i'm like oh we're getting to know each other um this will be a friend and (laughs) he's a handsome man but he's not my type 
And so we went out Monday and like, it was very obvious from the jump, like, oh, it's, this is a date. Cause as soon as I walked out um, my hotel, he like opened up the car door, very chivalrous, very good dude. And so like, to us speaking about, you know, good men and like us, mm-hmm. like maybe dodging good men, he just ended up being a really good dude who knows what he wants as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't fit like my non-negotiables of what I want in a man when it comes to dating. So I was like, yeah, this ain't gone. This ain't gonna be it. And the way he moved so fast was scary. Boy, oh, scary. <laughs> I is. mean, it was like a week and a half, barely a week and a half for knowing him. And he was like, I'm willing to do long distance with you because I'm not going to be here in Germany. Right? You're left. I'm like, what are we, why are we even talking about this? We ain't supposed to be talking about this yet. Like, what is going on? I but, feel like on the deployment, they be so Leonoraisians. I don't know if I told you, but they on the deployments, they be wanting to wipe you up. And I'm like, you do realize when we go back to the States, you're going to have a plethora of women. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like right now, out here, you probably think you, you're limited or whatever like that. But I, I don't know. I feel like just slow down. I don't even know how you operate and these little defect dates ain't doing it honey (laughs) y'all defect is dining facility for anyone who doesn't know oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, we're a little bougie we don't call it chow hall it is a dining facility Mm, period honey we nothing less but like not even that though because i if i did find someone um over here with it because this dude um tom is stationed here so he has one more year left on station but whether I found someone here who was stationed here or just deployed like I am, I would be willing to get to know them like little bit by little bit. And if it f- fell into something, it fell into something like I love stories different. Um, but I just know with this particular person, I was like, yo, like he just was talking, talking so heavy so quick. And I'm like, nah, that's a re- that's a huge red flag to me. That means you just want to put me no role you not even willing to actually get to authentically know me you just want to put in this role because that's like his dream and so i'm like "Mm." yeah and tom tom is in his 30s so he ready you know what i mean yeah shout out to tom you're a good dude shout out to tom you gonna find your life (laughs) (laughs) look you's a good one tom but ain't my i ain't the one (laughs) I, I, like they said, like, I don't know, like, not saying that it's karma or whatever, but it's just like, they just ain't doing it. And sometimes they could be, but I think for me, I, I'm not gonna say I'm a person that hold on to the past, but recently, I, when it came to those two, ins- like, where the dudes actually wanted to get to know me and, like, probably pursue something. I was still unconsciously holding on to the past, not realizing like, okay, do I want to get to know these dudes for um, for them or am I doing this as sort of a placeholder? And it was until it got down to the very, very last of the ending where it's just like, okay, well, I started to become a little iffy when it came to them. Like, do I really want to be in a relationship with you? Do I really want to do this? Because, because of holding on to the past, for sure. So, holding on to the past or not being 
completely over someone. <laughs> that one. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah. I know That's my business. <laughs> it's okay. Because <laughs> that that's the reason why but i don't know i said like since i am in this time of isolation and healing and everything like that one thing that i did say is that i'm not going to be afraid to allow somebody to love me you know what i'm yeah. saying like i'm just going to go for it regardless yeah. of like not necessarily saying of what happened yes of course i'm gonna still be mindful but i refuse to continue to hold on to the past and being like okay the what else the possibilities and everything like that when it's just like I have so much more in front of me that could be in the possibilities of that compared to what I already know in the past. So, yeah, yeah, definitely, good things are coming. I believe that wholeheartedly. Like, and, and I feel and, like, like tying it back to like our, our isolation period and mm-hmm. being in a lot of solitude right now and maybe feeling a little lonely. I feel like us being in an isolation period is going to provide like clarity so that. Yeah. Everything relationships, um, career-wise, like all the different departments of our life, like we'll have more clarity on it. That's what I'm hoping this isolation period brings. You know what I mean? Yeah. But do y'all kind of do y'all kind of notice that like the ones that you say that are good men are good fit for you? Do it seem like most they mostly move like really fast? I've noticed Mm. that with a lot of people in my past that I guess I would qualify as something that could have been good, they move really, really fast. And it's like, yeah. whoa, like, I can't even breathe right now. And it's like, <laughs> that turns into you yeah. basically dissing them. But it's uh-huh. like, I don't know. And I feel like we kind of qualify them as good men because they're the only ones who ain't hurt us. So it's like, are they yeah. really good, though? Like, you don't even know if they're good or bad for real yet. You just okay. and Everybody has this certain persona when they first yeah. pursue you. Because I'm pretty exactly. sure, the, yes, the people yep. who they don't show their full colors like when you first meet them. So I feel like mm-hmm. we're not necessarily turning down good men. We're just turning down. Well, we're just turning down situations that aren't meant for us. Exactly. To get into, yeah. And yeah. I'll go ahead. I just feel like when I feel like when God sends us a good man, well, well, no, He won't rush us. We won't feel like pressured or anything yeah. we won't feel bored like i feel like you just care categorizing them as good men because they haven't hurt you so mm-hmm. yeah yeah what were we gonna say maya i forget <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i agree with leah like and on like with the man i feel like he's not gonna have any doubt or confusion in his heart about yeah we are yes. but but you don't have not do we have non-negotiable? Oh. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, but even then, like, as far as the... Sheesh. I forgot. I don't even remember it. <laughs> <laughs> she said, sheesh. <laughs> sheesh. My yeah. friend is not connected. I, I forgot. They're not that confused. was a good one, too, because this was about to be the one. It wasn't... <laughs> Yeah. But like, I'm no, like, no. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. I got okay. it. All right. Okay. 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 I was going to say, even then, though, it's weird because even men, I feel like, like I said, it won't be no confusing. It'll be, it won't be rushing or anything like that. But it's just like, sometimes with the ones that be, well, never mind, y'all always say that they be going fast or whatever like that. Because I feel like a dude, you can probably know them for three to six months. 
or whatever like that. And they already saying like, I'm gonna marry you, you my wife, I think you my wife and everything like that. But whole time I'm like, God didn't tell me that. I don't, I don't <laughs> he got it. Not come to me in the dream and, and tell me this for your husband. Wait a minute, three to six months? Girl, three okay, days. That's a good time. You think I feel so? like in six months a man is gonna know. And a, a woman is gonna know. know. And my ass should know as well. I do think if you get engaged at six months, you should have a longer engagement period. Mm -hmm. I mean, my good sis who got married yesterday, she, they got engaged after six months. He knew. He's African. He is sure (laughs) of himself. Like, he's a smart man. But, like, my man's new and locked that good woman down. (laughs) Like, I feel like majority of people really know. I feel like in, like, a lot of my relationships, people have told me, like, you're the woman that I want to marry. But then it goes, but not right now. Because they're not ready, which I, I respect that. Because our mm-hmm. marriage will fail if you're not ready to get married to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like 99.9% of people know <laughs> if they want to marry you. It's just the point of if they're ready to marry you at that point. Yeah. Because it has to be right timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was exactly. Because yeah. it can't be one-sided. Because say, for instance, right, if a dude come up to y'all and be like, you're my wife and I want to marry you, like, six months in, talking, you got the same goals, everything like that. And it's just like, but you, on the other hand, is just like, I don't I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah. and but y'all saying that they know for sure. So, I, and I, also, I feel like at that point, they just need to be patient and allow you to grow in knowing how you feel about them. Like, if I, I feel know, like we also, do it all the time as women. But we, wait, sometimes. Like, oh, oh, you can go ahead, see. We're like, oh my gosh, I love him. I'm head over heels for him. And maybe he's not at that same period. And we sit there and we're like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait, though. He's he going to get it. He's going to get I'm going to wait for him. This ain't no future Like, song. women do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I actually feel like some people say that to us to manipulate us. Mm -hmm. They may know that they want to marry us, but they also know that they're too stuck in their own ways Mm -hmm. and not willing to sacrifice certain stuff if we would want to marry them. So Mm -hmm. I feel like they say, oh, I want to marry you. You're going to be my wife. You are my wife. This, this, and that. Because they want to manipulate us to not Mm -hmm. mess with somebody else to basically stick around with them because yeah. oh he said he gonna marry me so oh that's my husband no matter what I know when he ready I'm gonna be his wife Mm-mm. but us we got our own timing as well we're not gonna yes. always be going to stick around for you when you're ready so I feel like a lot of people use that as a manipulation tactic mm-hmm. yeah go around for sure yeah, yeah. For sure. I don't know as far as the be- the being patient part like that for a man like I mean I guess that's right because if he's really the one for you and he really thinks that you're the one for him he he should be patient you know what I'm saying that's, mm-hmm. right. that's right I and agree I totally a agree. godly man is going to be patient with you yeah mm-hmm. exactly they're not gonna pressure you into anything I feel like a lot of people too they like want to get you off the, mar- off the market they don't want yes. anybody to have access to you so, mm-hmm. 
like you just really have to take your time as well because I feel mm-hmm. like you'll know that y'all are meant to be like you said you said God ain't tell you to marry them yet so just <laughs> take what they say with a grain of salt period because what else can you do with that mm-hmm. I don't yeah. and to me marriage is so scary I don't know about it, it but it's just like, yes, is that the ultimate goal? Absolutely. Marriage, kid, white picket fence, however they said it back then. You want everything, all of it. But I feel like in this generation, all this city boy, city girl drunk, it's like, it's getting scarier and scarier by the years. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> scarier by the years. Yes, I mean, every year is something new. Now we talk. I want about- you to elaborate, though. Like, what you mean? On the city boys, city girls stuff. Okay, so like when it comes, I feel like right now having a serious relationship is so rare. Like, yes, do we see it? Absolutely. But when we see it, we categorize that as relationship goals. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yes, that's something that we're striving for, but we're looking on the outside of those people's relationship. And I feel like YouTube has made it to where they're only showing us the surface and not deep down. Because it's just like relationships, when you get in a relationship, they feel like in today's generation, they don't want to go through it all with you. I'm not saying that you have to put up with anything. I'm not saying that at all. Um, so to the people out there, you do not have to settle, honey. We do not settle around here. Absolutely not. But it's just like, but be mindful. Say, for instance, like if we're going something and you and both of y'all want to get through it and work through it, then let's do that. But don't have me stick around and be on some, yeah, city boy one-up because I went out here to Miami and did woo 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 You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that stuff like that and that mentality right there makes marriage scary for me because I feel like sometimes they do it for the views, they do it for the likes, they do it for the surface material of it and not going deep and being like okay well we're having our issues right now but i'm not about to blast you on social media or nothing like that i'm gonna keep it within because this is our relationship and not a thousand and two hundred and fifty five followers that i got on instagram because that's not none of their business you know what i'm saying so like i feel like social media has really dampened the way that we view relationships and how we view them for sure so that that's yeah, that is what makes it scary for me. Like, I want my husband to be a traditional man. Yeah. And like you said, you want him to be a traditional man. I feel like everything that you were saying with, like, the city boy and, like, following the trends on social media and stuff and being susceptible to that, that's, like, little boy stuff. And when I picture my husband, yes. I don't picture any of that. Exactly. Yeah, so at all. I don't see it in specs. I just don't see that mm-hmm. happening. Even like with exes, they weren't really into social media like that. And I want to look at like, Yeah. And like I, I know my husband will be a godly man. They're coming right back to it. Period. Okay. <laughs> he will have relationship with the Lord. Okay. Period. And our union will be purposeful mm-hmm. for, like with the right intent like we're going to be having a purpose with like a certain mission because I feel like marriage is not just to be married like sitting down no. and watching Netflix <laughs> there's and, so much you know, I had a baby. Period. Like, I what is our you. purpose like what is our mission with this marriage like who, what 
who are we impacting with this marriage? Whether it's, you know, business, which I hope mine is, you know, through business and stuff. But, um, yeah, I just feel like none of that is going to apply because we're grown. And we're going to have grown. I feel like on TikTok, though, because uh, on my For You page for TikTok, it's Christian Christianity and um, TikTok and all that. So basically, I've been seeing these men that be grown praying. I don't know about y'all, but I'll be like, TikTok be getting hope that I'm going to find a godly man and he going to be godly, wanting to pray with me and everything like that. And don't shy away from the conversation of just talking about God or speaking about God. It's like you said, it's going to be purposeful and meaningful and it won't be the norm of today's society like we got to have an instagram page together start a youtube channel to showcase that this is a real relationship but as soon as stuff get involved unless y'all decide to do that to capitalize if this if we're doing this (laughs) as a business and we're gonna keep our values intact and have people around us who keep us grounded then okay and we're like spreading the gospel through like whatever Mm -hmm. you know but just to do it, just to have clout, that's dead. No. 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 I think a question that she was going to ask earlier was um, go sugars. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Leah. You haven't talked for a minute. <laughs> Ooh, it's hard. Because, girl, I don't even know. <laughs> I, do. I don't know no more. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because you know what you don't like. And you know what you, you said would you like want to cook it for nobody. That's a non negotiable. <laughs> No, I mean, like... That's not a non-negotiable, though. Yeah. Me and a person, if they don't have it, you are not looking their way. I'm mm-hmm. giving you some time to think. Maya, can you think of at least one? Oh. Well, um. I do know, I guess... I know one for all of us already. Yeah, I, they have to worship God. Because I have noticed a lot of my relationships, like, mm-hmm. I usually, I've always worshipped God, tried to read the Bible, and pray to Him since, like, I was a child, like I grew up in a household where we worship God. And I've noticed when I'm in relationships, especially if I'm with somebody every day, like I stop praying, I stop talking to God, I stop hearing from God. Like it's all of that. It's just where I'll talk about God to these people that I'm dating. They don't have no feedback or they don't want to talk about it or none of that. So it's like, it makes me like them. You just said it on the nail, Leah. Period. That's definitely one non-negotiable. And I guess another is, basically, I used to not be worried about this because I'm like, we're young. You don't have to have your future planned out, like know what you want to do and all this different stuff. You have a roadmap. Now, you have to know what you want to do. Like, I want to know your plans. I want to know if we're growing this relationship together. Am I going to be included in your plans? Or is this just for you? Because if I'm not included, what am I here for? Exactly. So I definitely want to yeah. know, like, their roadmap in life. Yes. Not just floating definitely. out here and want to go clubbing and stuff every other weekend. But yes. you don't know about 401k and auditing and stuff. Like, I don't want yes. that type of stuff no more. Period. And then I guess one more. Speak. Social, like I said, social media. Uh, if they're on social media 24-7 or on the phone 24-7, I'm not doing that no more. Like, are we children? Like if you're not capitalizing, like like Cece said, right. if you're not if you're not capitalizing off of YouTube, Instagram, all that, why is you all on social media? If you ain't exactly. making TikToks or whatever, trying to get a coin, 
Why like, is you all on If we're not getting it back, what is this for? Period. <laughs> what is it for? Like, yes, what is the life going to do like, for me? Yes, like, put your mind to something else than just going to work if you have a job. going. Well, they got to have a job. Not not saying they got to have a job, because I ain't got no job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you got income. You have multiple sources. You have income. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I ain't got no job. Just put your mind to something, because I feel like that goes back to the city boy stuff that, our city girl stuff that Maya was talking about. Mm-hmm. When they don't have their mind focused on something, that's when their mind roams, and they go into the yeah. childish little boy, little girl stuff. They don't have mm-hmm. nothing better to focus on, and that'll ruin a relationship. So, okay, yeah, yeah. You wanna go? Leah, not say a lot, but when she do, it be dying. <laughs> um, baby, she be speaking, she be speaking. <laughs> um, to back on what Leah said, because I agree with all those. Another thing is like, don't just be about talk. If you have goals and you have a plan, because one thing about me is just like, I'm gonna motivate you. I'm gonna check up on you and be like, okay, so. You told me back like six months ago that you wanted to do this company. Have you been starting on that? Like, what's up with that? You know what I'm saying? And not just be like, okay, yeah, I want to do this, but now I'm just sitting on it. No, like, are you actually doing it? You know? Mm-hmm. So, but that's all I had to add. That's all you have, Maya? Because I know you have more. We was just talking about this, I think. Um, see you go. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. episode turned into relationships, <laughs> right? But um, change the title. It's no problem, right? Loneliness. I switched flash relationships. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my three, like first and foremost, um, he has to have a relationship with the Lord, working yeah. on his relationship with the Lord, and loving God, right? Because I've already dealt with someone who was very shaky on that, like Leah said, and then you talk about that. And either they make a joke or, and this, oh my gosh, I was really bamboozled because like the person was going to church with me in the beginning, <laughs> which oh, is so funny. No. But um, <laughs> which is goals, right? You would have thought that's like everything, right? right. If you mm-hmm. had representative in the beginning, um, so that's first and foremost. Second is like Leo saying, like having, I say purpose, but. It's okay if you don't know your purpose, but like, what are you working towards? Mm-hmm. I want a big dreamer. I want a man who is a big dreamer because that is so inspiring. And I have big dreams, but sometimes as humans, we are doubtful of ourselves sometimes. So I want someone who's going to keep me on track with exactly. his dreams. Keep me on track with my dreams. And, you know, we kept, kept each other in uh, checks and balances. When you're feeling a little weak and stuff, I can motivate you. Okay, look. We're going to, you know, stay on this track for whatever your big dreams are. And number three is humor. <laughs> I have to laugh. Yes. Lifetime. yes. <laughs> I cannot be with someone who is boring. I swear. No. 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 If my kids are boring, I'm throwing it away. I'm playing. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> not the kids. You're going to your house. Okay. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> right. I didn't even, I forgot to say that one, right? Because yeah, I mean, like family. Yes. They gonna shun someone who ain't funny. Like we have fun. Yeah. So that, nah. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm ready. Okay. 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 <laughs> um. So basically, same thing. I feel like all of ours are in the same, like in the same range. So mm-hmm. first and foremost, you gotta have a relationship with God. 
um like i said i feel like that's just so um just attractive to know because it's so rare to come by these days but to know that there's men out there who wants to have a relationship with god and everything like that um, my second one is you have to teach me something i am so attracted to knowledge from a man that wants to like learn in in the south say learn you something with something like that learn me something that basically wants to teach me something new like if you have so much if you have a lot of knowledge in your noggin and you willing to be like okay well i see you like in this area but let me put you on game so later you know what i'm saying you know now like that is just that's my that's one of mine for sure like you gotta teach me something um second one i'm gonna say third one I see say like you you gotta you gotta be able to take a joke and not be so quick to get serious. And you have to have, you know what I'm saying, you have to know how to laugh and you have to be a balanced man, like mm-hmm. a little bit serious, but you also can be funny. Like mm-hmm. so. All right now I'm gonna hold y'all to it when y'all start reading I have back. one more. I, if you're not good in bed, I'm leaving. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to give you like, I would love to wait till marriage. I really would. And I'm definitely considerate. But, like, mm-hmm. if we did it, like, 50 times after we married and it's not hitting, I'm sorry. You are the worst of Annulment. No. I don't know what I'll do because, like, I didn't, I want to wait. And it's, like, if it's disappointing, like, have to practice watch youtube videos all that because like i just can't settle that brings me to something i was about to bring up though okay so i was i think i was watching the real daytime talk show mm-hmm. and someone up there was talking about um having is it important to have 80 percent of what you want and 20 percent of what you need or vice versa is it important that you get no so it was that or do you want shoot? I don't know yet. But listen, the whole concept of what they were saying <laughs> is if you get 20% of what you need from the person, are you okay with missing out on 80% of what you want? Like what is more important to you, your wants or your needs? Mm. And so for <laughs> me, if I get 20% of what I need, if I get those three non-negotiables, I can work with everything else. If he's not like okay let's talk about sorry uh y'all but i'm gonna get into race if i want my i prefer my man to be black but if he's not like that's a want for me if he has those three three non-negotiables and he happens to not be black i'm okay with that or if he has those three non-negotiables and i want my man to like know how to dance because like i want to have fun you know if he don't know how to dance okay that's, that's fine I teach you how to <laughs> you know what I mean? stuff like that. Yeah, I actually thought about that. That makes me think like I need to write down these non-negotiables and categorize them into wants and needs mm-hmm. because right now, like, like I guess the need for me is a relationship with God. But honestly, like, it's hard to categorize wants and needs the other ones because it's like everybody has their own like faults. So I don't want to just right. diss somebody. Because they don't know right now. Like, I, I always see potential in everyone. So, I don't know. If that, mm, that gets us trapped. Yeah. So, I probably need to stop that. Like, I don't want to dismiss somebody if they're a good person. Like, if they are funny. 
everything, but I guess like I do really need to categorize some more of my non-negotiables and needs because I categorize the rest that's not God as wants. So it's mm-hmm. like I need to sit down and reevaluate that. Yeah, because like I understand like no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. get everything on my list that I've written down that I want in a man. I'm not gonna get, exactly. get everything. But if I can get my three non-negotiables, okay, if you have, that's not something I want. But mm-hmm. I'll accept it. If you got those three non-negotiables and I do find him to be really sexy, attractive, and he's my height, because I want someone taller than me, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I'll I'll accept it. Yeah. I feel like compromising is a big one. That's a really big thing. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay, so that's what I was about to get into though. We're dealing with humans. Like none of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. I would say that's what I was about to get into. I would say really understanding the difference between compromising and settling. That is yeah. really important. Don't settle. Because for settling, not say for instance, examples of settling to the people out there that may not truly understand it. From my perspective, what I think settling is is if you're telling a person hey, this is, I'm, I'm literally teaching you how to love me and how to treat me and how I want to be treated. And you, you still aren't providing me with those. I feel like, but yet you still stay there knowing that you feel some type of way deep, deep within that selling. But compromising, say for instance, like she said, like as far as the dancing aspect, okay, her man doesn't know how to dance. That's something that you can compromise on, especially if he's willing to dance. And to learn, that's compromising. Like, okay, well, he don't know how to dance, but at least he's willing to learn. You know what I'm saying? Like, but she ain't, you know what I'm saying? Just selling for if he treats her bad or something like that, you know? So just understanding those aspects of it, I feel like it's really important. And when it comes to relationships, like she said, nobody is perfect at all. So. Okay, you cleared that up for me because I was kind of confused because, like, just being in a relationship for, like, a year, and dating there, talking to that person for, like, a year and a half, I have noticed that, like, I'll voice something that, like, basically how you say to love me, and mm-hmm. they'll take that as just, like, oh, I'm complaining, yeah. or basically just be quiet. Basically. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. we can't ever sit down and talk it out, but I noticed if they want me to love them a certain way, they were ready to, like, walk out the door, so I, I'm willing to fix it because I don't want you to walk out. When it comes to me voicing something to love me, I'm just complaining or I'm unappreciative. So I have noticed, like, I guess if you're in a relationship and when you're trying to voice someone to love you and they make you feel like absolute shit for just saying that, that's when, like, you definitely have to leave because you shouldn't feel that way in a relationship. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't. We just said some gems. That's how I feel. I don't care if y'all agree or not, audience. Because <laughs> maybe the right people will come to this podcast and be like, hey, yes. they hitting on something for real. I don't even know. <laughs> yes, I definitely feel like it's not a coincidence that, like, God have us all feeling lonely right now. We all getting closer with Him. We all dealing with the same feelings. And then we all yeah. agreed to do a podcast. And you know, with black people, it's hard to get them to all agree on something. So, Man, because it was right to start out. Love my people, but Lord. Hopefully we hit some souls and it helps them think in a different perspective, especially because yeah, yeah. like being on social media and seeing like those TikToks where they're mm-hmm. going through loneliness. So many girls be saying they have nobody to talk to, like how we yes. have us three and y'all have y'all other friends. Like, so 
some people really don't have nobody. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this can be a blessing for them to have some girl talk. And also, if y'all want to yeah. be with my friend, just, just like, we're going to make a podcast email. Just let me know. <laughs> I'm going to be anybody's friend. <laughs> yeah. I love that. If, if you live in San Antonio, Houston, Dallas, I don't care. Just like, send yes. us an email and I can talk to you. Yes. If you live in Charleston, I am Charleston, South Carolina based. Okay. I'll be back in the fall. I need some Sacramento. Uh-huh. California. Y'all can y'all can even be a guest on the podcast. Oh, I would love that. Yes. You can come talk mm-hmm. to us. I want to hear what other people think too. That will we should invite dope. our other friends too. Yes. Yeah. Probably yes, like different segments and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So think of a segment podcast. and then like think of like who in our life would be a good person to talk yes. to. Yeah. Cause that's how we too. Oh yeah. And we are like a God worshiping podcast. Absolutely. I know some people don't believe in him, but we do talk about him a lot in our podcast. So. We do. So. And we ain't gonna change. So if you don't like it, then Yeah. Please continue to listen at least for a minute, you know, just see what <laughs> <laughs> Just see what his children is about. Because y'all are our new besties right now. Y'all do not understand how personal we went into this. Like, we are really revealing, like, our raw selves and allowing y'all to enter into our personal life because we're besties. So we're just having bestie talk. So now y'all are included. Yeah. So we're for lifers now. Where you going? Bestie talk is so adorable. <laughs> bestie talk? Yeah. Uh, you make us think maybe we should change our name. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> This is I actually, too. I like that. I feel like I you do too. Okay. Oh my gosh! That's cute. Off the rip, straight off the dome. But <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Right. I freestyle on the side. My mixtape dropping November thirty fourth. Okay. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> That's crazy. She's sticking to this podcast. <laughs> I ain't let her do nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So I guess this is the end. We're wrapping it up. Yeah, yeah, so I hope y'all enjoyed our podcast and the topics we had. I know we kind of strayed off from loneliness, so we'll probably change the title, but <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's fine. fine.